0: Welcome to the Daily Bite. I'm your host, Pastor Steve Andrews. Our text today is Hosea chapter 8. Set the trumpet to your lips, one like a vulture is over the house of Yahweh, because they have transgressed my covenant and rebelled against my law. To me they cry, my God, we, Israel, know you. Israel has spurned the good, the enemy shall pursue him. They made kings, but not through me. They set up princes, but I knew it not. With their silver and gold, they made idols for their own destruction. I have spurned your calf, O Samaria. My anger burns against them. How long will they be incapable of innocence? For it is from Israel a craftsman made it. It is not God. The calf of Samaria shall be broken to pieces. For they sow the wind, and they shall reap the whirlwind. The standing grain has no heads, it shall yield no flour. If it were to yield, strangers would devour it. Israel is swallowed up. Already they are among the nations as a useless vessel. For they have gone up to Assyria, a wild donkey wandering alone. Ephraim has hired lovers. Though they hire allies among the nations, I will soon gather them up. And the king and princes shall soon writhe because of the tribute. Because Ephraim has multiplied altars for sinning, they have become to him altars for sinning. Were I to write for him my laws by the ten thousands, they would be regarded as a strange thing. As for my sacrificial offerings, they sacrifice meat and eat it. But Yahweh does not accept them. Now he will remember their iniquity and punish their sins. They shall return to Egypt, for Israel has forgotten his maker and built palaces and Judah has multiplied fortified cities. So I will send a fire upon his cities, and it shall devour her strongholds. This is the word of the Lord. The text today, more judgment God is casting here upon Israel against against their sins, against their idolatry, as they continue to flee from him and serve all these other gods of the lands around them. So verse one is the call to know that judgment is at hand. Set the trumpet to your lips. A trumpet was sounded to declare uh, war or to announce the warning of what was about to happen. Judgment is at hand. God is about to send enemy forces upon the nation of Israel and destroy them because of their their idolatry. Uh, Verse one also includes a vulture over the house of the Lord. Um, This would be the idea that the temple is going to be destroyed. That's the house of the Lord. You could also look at the houses as people, which means you could understand this as being a reference to Israel in 722, tiglath the third of Assyria. Otherwise you're looking at 587 when the temple was actually destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar's men. So those are your two options there with that part. But the, the reason is given, because they have transgressed my covenant and rebelled against my law. There's a lot of cause and effect options to see here in this chapter. Uh, that you can look at. So if your children are learning cause and effect in school, that could be a nice connection to be making in the text. Why is this happening to them? Why are they being destroyed? Why is God judging them in this way? And the reason is they have transgressed. They have rebelled. They do not follow God. I mean, it's verse 3 as another one. Israel has spurned the good. The enemy shall pursue him. Because they spurned God's ways, they are met with destruction. That's the, the overarching theme, really, of the chapter, is cause and effect, sin and judgment. And that's would be true for us as well. But we're thankful, we rejoice, that God has sent Christ, Jesus, His Son, into the world to take away our sins. We still have this risk. It is still a warning for us that if we harden our hearts, if we grasp onto and cling to our sins, then set the trumpet to your lips. The vulture is overhead. The judgment comes. So we trust in God, and we consistently, we continuously bring ourselves to the foot of the cross, repenting daily. Luther, in the very beginning of those 95 theses that he's so famous for, on October 31st, 1517, Luther's very first thesis of that argument was that the life of a Christian should be a life of repentance, not a moment or anything like that. It's a life of repentance. We are constantly repenting, turning away from ourself, turning away from our sin, and turning to the Lord and trusting in him for all that we have, all that we are, and all that we will be as we think of the future promise of paradise. So more of what they've done wrong, verse 4, they made kings, but not through me. So they made They selected wicked rulers, not men that God would choose, not kings like David who followed God's own heart. The next line, they set up princes, but I knew it not, is just the same thing. It's saying the same statement twice for emphasis. Verse 5, I have spurned your calf, O Samaria. Some might take that to mean the the sacrificial offering, and those come up in this chapter. But more specifically, the calf here in verse 5 is a reference to the two golden calves that were set up in Israel for worship. So when the nation split Israel in the north and Judah to the south, King Jeroboam of the northern kingdom did not want his people crossing the southern border into Judah to worship at the temple in Jerusalem. He feared if they did, they wouldn't come back. And so he set up on the southern boundary of his nation in the city of Bethel, which means house of God, and also in the northern end of his nation, in the city of Dan, named after one of the 12 tribes, he set up two places of worship, and in each one he placed a golden calf. It's like they didn't learn from the Exodus account, but that's what they did. Uh, Just like the Israelites did setting up calves, uh, the calf to worship in the wilderness uh, when Aaron was their priest, so they do at that time Early, well, in the 900s B.C., yeah, maybe 980, something like that, around that time. It is not God. It has been made by a craftsman. Idols made by human hands are nothing. Verse 7 is a very vivid image. They sow the wind. You don't sow wind. right? Think of scattering seed. You sow seed into the ground so it produces, so it can feed you. Israel's ways, however, are worthless. It's like they scatter their seed into the wind. It's not doing any good. It's not doing anything at all. Instead, they reap the whirlwind. So instead of reaping a good harvest, they reap destruction. So with a whirlwind, think of a tornado and the destructive forces that that can cause. That's the picture here. They are worthless in what they do. But God's judgment is much more powerful. It actually does something and unfortunately it's not doing the good thing here because they did not do the good thing they are not fruitful a couple of lines of that it will yield no flower the standing grain has no head strangers will will devour it even if it did yield so god is going to give their land away to assyria and it is no longer theirs verse 8 again sums this up they are among the nations as a useless vessel God is no longer at work through his people. Now you could ask your children, what purpose? What purpose did God have for them? What was he going to do through them? This gets really the same purpose for the church today, to be a holy nation, that they would shine a light to the nations around them, that they would teach others about their God, that others would know Yahweh and be saved. And today we show others the light of Christ that they may know Jesus and the forgiveness of sins and the life that he offers that never ends. Verse nine, uh, they falsely trusted in Assyria, um, but they're in it like a a wild donkey. Uh, Donkeys do wander alone sometimes. And so they are alone. They think that they have an ally, but the very ally they think they have is going to be the one that destroys them. Ephraim has hired lovers. Um, in this sense, almost mercenaries, but they're paying for allies. They're paying for nations to, to ally with them and fight their battles for them. But instead, uh, God is going to gather them up. God is going to destroy the armies that fight against him. And the very end of verse 10, the kings and princes will writhe because of the tribute. tribute. So they offered gifts, large gifts to these foreign kings for protection. They're going to come to regret that because the foreign kings won't protect them. That's what that verse is referencing. Verse 11 is interesting. Uh, They multiplied altars for sinning, so they built all these altars that they were going to offer their false sacrifices on. And then they become to him, so to God, altars for sinning. Just as they're going to burn stuff on these false God pagan altars now they are going to be burned uh, their cities are going to be burned before the Lord it's kind of the picture there in 11 verse 12 pictures that they just don't know God's law if God were to write it all for them again it would be a strange thing they don't know God they don't know Yahweh even though back in verse 2 they claimed that they did God does not accept their sacrifices because their sacrifices are not done to him verse 13. God will remember their iniquity. We talked about that a day or two ago, uh, that God does not remember our iniquities, Jeremiah 31, and we rejoice at that. But for those who do not repent, their iniquities are remembered. Also 13, they shall return to Egypt. So they're going to go back to the time of slavery. And not in Egypt. This will be Assyria and Babylon in the days to come. But the picture of slavery being the focus there. Lastly, verse 14 They multiplied fortified cities they sought to protect themselves. And it was a false hope. It did not work. God could easily devour their strongholds. And so the question we can ask our families with this one is, in whom do we put our hope? And if it's in ourselves, or our government, or our military, or our career, or our pocketbook, or our... retirement account, if it's in anything but God, it will fail. That's one of the probably main takeaways of this chapter. All the things of this world are false hopes. We turn to God alone, and he does provide, he does protect, and he certainly will save you. Amen.